This is the Off Topic Podcast, where we have honest conversations on life, faith, and culture. All right, so, fellas, type three. We are here. I feel like type three and four from the little bit I've read so far. I haven't read a lot, because I like to just kind of go with what you Come guys Come in unprepared. Know. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Come in unprepared. Did you, my nine, hey, I'm not the one talking about these My things. nine's rubbing off questions. on you, man. <laughs> I'm just here asking questions. I help man. lead the way. <laughs> so, uh, But these two, in my opinion, so this week and next week, these two are like the celebrity numbers, I feel like, based on Threes? some of the names that I've seen. Martha Stewart's of the world. Okay, yeah. A lot of celebrities, a lot of big name people are attached to these two, it seems like. Yeah, type threes, um, there's a lot of different names for them. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the names is like they're a performer, uh, they're an achiever. Uh, at the end of the day, one of the things I like to think of it, type threes is they are the ones that have the image of success. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that work really hard to not fail. Like mm. they want to succeed. In fact, American culture celebrates yeah. type threes more than I mean, any Richard other Rohr type. Uses a United States as yeah. the the image of a three. Like if if there was a nation or a country that was a three, the United States is that because it's embedded in our culture. Yeah, it's embedded that you pull yourself up by your yep. bootstraps. You're getting ahead. You're succeeding, and failure is seen as weakness. Mm-hmm. So type threes more than any other type, and I would say like of all of the types, yeah. type threes has the appearance of a particular type. You look successful. You dress successful. Mm-hmm. You are successful, and mm-hmm. anything less than success is deemed failure. So this is where like type threes can become almost narcissistic in, right. in tendencies because it, it is about if their success. Yeah. So if no success, you're a failure. Yeah, they there's no nuance with them either. Mm-hmm. It's it's like any kind of like uh you know, criticism is very uh they don't take it very well. Like it's criticism in the fact that like, hey, you know, you did this right. Um, but this could use some work. It's either all success yeah. or it's not. And for them, even failure, one of the things I found interesting about threes is they will paint, they'll repaint their failures to be yeah. successes. Like, oh, I didn't fail. This is what was wrong. And like, it still worked out. Uh, like, I mean, they're going to paint themselves in the best light because they can't stand failure. Failure is the ultimate defeat and they internalize it they they take a failure whether it's a you know we got a a c on a paper then it's the end of the world for them because they can't comprehend not succeeding in fact they don't i i find that threes don't really go for things they don't really like things that they can't be a clear winner yeah or achieve success so (laughs) music class i was gonna say andy from the office yeah (laughs) Either I quit them because they're unfair because I'm going to lose or I win them. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, they but the the benefits cuz you know, we can go to the negatives all day long on any of these types, but the benefits is the 3s on a team are awesome cuz they can size up any kind of task hmm. and develop the most efficient, successful way to accomplish that task and they can sell anything. I think yeah. aren't they 
like their they're jobs sales are salespeople. Reps. Yeah, they're great sales reps because they're driven um, by success and sales more than anything. As a previous sales rep who is not a type three, mm-hmm. but worked with a lot of type threes, the best sales reps are types threes. Yeah. They are able to walk into any room, look at the people that are represented there and go, okay, I know exactly what you need and mm-hmm. I become what you need. They have an uncanny ability to be almost like chameleon-like, to blend into whatever environment that they find themselves in. And so from a corporate standpoint, and actually even from a ministry standpoint, yeah. like it works. If you're a pastor who's a type three, you can walk into a room, see your congregation, and immediately relate to individuals in that their context. Right. And they automatically feel like, oh, you know me. You're mm-hmm. my you're an expert in, in in these things. You got it all put together. So they're yeah. very gifted when it comes to to success. So you alluded to it, but they're also known as chameleons. Yeah. They whatever group or situation or relationship or job that they find themselves in, they are they can morph into whatever it takes to be successful in that setting. And so success in winning is is primed to them and they will change and kind of conform to have whatever it takes to be successful wherever they're at, whether it's a job setting, a a relationship. Hmm. Um, They oftentimes have like a tough time, you know, perceiving their own feelings. They, um, they're constantly, if you're a three, maybe not, you know, vocally you say this, but in your head, you're asking, am I successful? Am I performing? Because for them, acceptance is based on performance. Mm. It's based on if, can I achieve? Have I achieved? And if I haven't, then these people won't accept me. Um, my husband or my wife won't like me. It, it's all performance-based. Um, and And that's it's a pro and a con, yeah. depending on the health or unhealth of a three. Interesting. So the achiever that I don't know if we even said what the actual yeah yeah we said that. okay. So the achiever. So man, there's a lot to break down. Real, not real quick, but a lot to break down from that because we're looking at two various sides. Where because that worthless side seems like it could be a very heavy burden. It if is. They fail. Well, and it is. And and when you're dealing with someone who is an unhealthy 3 who defines their life out of success or failure. Anything less than success is failure. So therefore, I am now worthless because I'm a failure. They do not disconnect performance from their value, from who they are. So a, a, a type 3 when you're talking about achiever achievers and achieving they run a, a fine line of of value in their lives, mm-hmm. like much like we talk about, like with type twos, the need to be needed. That if they're not needed, right. they don't right. know what there is. So for a type three, if they mm-hmm. don't bring success, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. I, I have no purpose in life whatsoever. But on the flip side, they can get so caught up on what they've achieved that they mm. overvalue themselves as well, mm. that they've made themselves larger um, uh, than what they actually are. So value in all of the Enneagram types really plays a part in the health and unhealth of the individual. But it's a burden, like especially for pastors. Mm-hmm. And let's break this down for a moment. Many people don't realize this who aren't in the, the religious world, but a lot of times... Pastor's success is based off the size of their church. The larger the church, the more successful you are. So you get a type three 
who's very successful, very charismatic, who's growing a larger church, but the moment they hit adversity, the moment their numbers are hit from uh, the number of baptisms, the number of people showing up on a weekly basis, all of a sudden they begin to spiral. Mm -hmm. And one of two things will happen. Either they'll deny that it's actually happening, or they'll blame. Because it can't be them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's the there's health and unhealthiness where healthy type threes are like, hey, let's do the work to reach people for Jesus. We're achieving that right. work. Unhealthy type threes in ministry, hey, look what I'm doing. And when it doesn't go my way, I'll, I'll spin it. Like, oh, this, right. was, this wasn't as bad as it actually was. Right. Yeah. Nah, nope. it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and we see this in the marketplace too. I mean, when Amer- I don't think it's by any coincidence that Richard Rohr says that you, the United States is the, if there was a country that would be three, it'd be the United States. Um, because we see it in our marketplace. Uh, I mean, I think of like Enron situations, like these big corporations who cheat and fudge the numbers and make up stuff or, you know, do all these shady deals behind doors just to continue being successful. Mm. That is a very three, unhealthy three vibe. Like the ultimate sin of a three is to uh, basically lie yeah. and and cheat their way to success because they can't fathom because it's tied to their identity. They can't fathom failing because then it's translated I'm a failure, hmm. and so they will spin it. They will you know throw it off or make up stories or whatever, but it can't land on them because ultimately their value as a human being comes from success. It's not about necessarily even the money or looking the part, that's a part of it, but it's personal. If they failed at something, whether it's grades or a business deal or whatever, then they internalize that as, well, I'm a failure. I'm not going to be accepted then. There's no value. As a human being, I don't offer anything if I can't be successful. And that's a very, like, in order to avoid going to that place, people will lie. People will cheat. Um, I mean, I don't blame them uh, because if you tie so much of your worth into success, um, you know, you can't be successful all the time. There's not every, in fact, you know, someone's lying when, you know, uh, some, something's being pitched as like, you never fail. It's like, well, you're a liar then because to say that you never have failure. Well, and that's the thing, or they have cheated to get to never failing. Mm -hmm. Like they have found corners to cut, found loopholes to to go through in order to ensure I can't fail. I, so, and people know this, I worked in the corporate world in sales and I worked with a lot of sales reps that were threes. One of them was a super unhealthy three. And, uh, it was found out that he was doctoring contracts hmm. so as to make quotas to be in yeah. the top percentage of the sales reps. And and it's a well-known, like, nah, I guess not really a secret that sales reps will find corners to cut. And right. sadly, I'm a person who did that as well. But as you go further on, you can see people who are, like, blatant. Like, I cannot miss hmm. quota. I will do whatever I can, including lie, cheat, and steal – to make sure that this doesn't define me. Yeah. Sounds like the compared to the first two, we did the ones and twos, this one maybe has the most destructive unhealth of the th- we would consider the most destructive unhealth of the three. There are larger consequences mm-hmm. when a three um does certain things. Because every one of them has consequences, right, right? right? But this one, when you when your actions, it's spe- specifically in church culture or in corporate culture, when you're in charge, 
there's a wake of devastation from your line. F- fraudulent things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, affairs, ha- I mean, there's so many different things that can go with this that the destruction behind it can be really bad. And it, it could break down relationships too. Yeah, but on the flip side, it also can bring the most amount of success because mm-hmm. they're right. driven. Right. They're going to work hard to ensure that the objectives set forth are achieved. Yeah. So it's almost like the risk-reward, yeah. and, and this is where you have to know of health and unhealth. Right. And threes, because of who they are, they're charismatic, what they tell you, they believe. So when they tell you they're operating in health, you have no choice to go, yeah, that sounds right. I mean, they look the part. Right. So the deception piece becomes very much part of Mm -hmm. of who they are. So before we dive into the healthy side of a three, is there a chance that ones or threes get misidentified as each other? Yes. So eights, ones, and threes Mm -hmm. get misidentified. And as an eight, like when we were going through this journey, Karen and I were sitting down, we were looking at the threes, and I was like... There's aspects of it because I've wrestled in my life. Mm-hmm. I've, I've made it known. Like I, as a kid, I was a master liar. So I was wondering, like, is the deception piece what drives me? Mm. The challenge is, is I don't like to cut corners just for the sake of success. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't want to get ahead uh, with right. my integrity being questioned. Right. And yet for a three, that's not really a big deal. And it might be a big deal for an unhealthy, but – Ones, threes, and eights get mistagged mm-hmm. all the time, gotcha. which is why when we say exploring the Enneagram, it's not just land on an assessment and go, oh, we we figured it out. Instead, it's like, okay, is this actually me? Am I driven by success, or is there something else that drives mm-hmm. me? Yep. Okay. So what does a healthy three look like? Because we're talking about kind of the destructive nature that an unhealthy three can lead to. What about a healthy three? What what does the um it sounds like the self worth, so they are probably accepting of themselves yeah. more. Yeah. Healthy threes are still the same driven people, but their worth and value is no longer in definition of success. And probably a healthy three has understood they've had to reframe what success looks like. Mm. Success is not measured in like number of contracts, number of people, whatever. Like that's not what health looks like. Healthy threes find themselves going about, man, just because I failed, just because I didn't get to the goal that was there doesn't change who I am. Mm-hmm. But I will still work hard to get mm. to the success and um, goals that have been set out. So healthy threes don't walk in deception. They're not lying to themselves. They're not trying to spin their failures into something that it's not. They embrace it and go, mm. I, I failed on that. That's okay. But oftentimes they because they're three, they can take their failure, learn from it, and move forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're yeah. there's someone you want on your team because they're not as they're not afraid of failure. They understand that they're honest. I mean, the reverse, if their greatest sin is deceit and lying, right. their greatest strength is honesty. Uh, mm-hmm. because they can honestly assess is this working? Is this efficient? Is this is this going to get us success? As a t- I'm thinking of a team element because um, I heard I heard someone on a podcast say like in the context that we work in in the church have a three on your team yeah um, because they're going to get things done and they're going to be successful they're driven by that so they want as long as they have clear vision they want to make it a success a healthy three will honestly assess hey are we missing the mark if so I'll figure out really quickly 
how to get us where we need to go. Yeah. Right? Like they their strength, and, and that's what's crazy with most of these types. I mean, this is human nature, is if you if you're honest, you can help. You know, like you right. can the greatest help to yourself is just by honestly assessing, all right, is this cutting it? Okay, if not, I don't have to internalize that as I'm a failure. I can we can move forward, you know. Well, and in that honesty, what happens is when they do fail and they're healthy, they bounce back. Mm. And now they are a role model and they're inspiring others of like you don't have to be defined by where you've you've mm-hmm. missed it because they will pick themselves back up and go, All right, what's the next hill to, to conquer? Yeah. What's the next project we need to tackle? How do we ensure that this doesn't happen again? And, and so they are really good at becoming almost a role model, mentor to people of, oh, I'm not defined by that. Mm-hmm. There's something else that that can keep me moving forward and yeah. and keep moving on. Yeah. So what's a what's a great place? Like how does a three really um, thrive in ministry? Serving as a volunteer or being on staff? Like what's the what's the ideal place for them? I guess so. Uh, I mean, with any personality type, you can place them anywhere, but right. threes are really good at getting um, people networked together for a common purpose mm. because they can identify people quickly. They can walk into a room and go, oh, this is a group of people that are X, Y, and Z, and they can become like them. But then there's another group over there, and they become like them. They can bring groups together for the purpose of, hey, we're here to achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. Let's go out and get that goal. And knows how to speak the language of both. That's a rare skill. That is something that is very challenging to do in a ministry context because in ministry, you have so many different types of people. So from the threes standpoint, if you've got like a larger team, um, I would consider we have a larger team. It's not one or two pastors, a right. bunch of people. But if you can have that three that's helping set vision, helping uh, set objectives for the next year, they're going to see how to get there in ways that oftentimes other personality types can't Mm. see. Uh, Threes are going to see it differently than a two, because two are going to care about the needs of the people, where threes care about the success of the organization, because it's tied to them. So you can place them anywhere. But personally, when I've seen threes and true threes, I try to figure out how can we get them in front of groups of people to help cast vision for whatever we're doing because they're really good at being able to network. Yeah. Uh, what are some uh, tips before we um, wrap up with, with threes? What are some tips maybe to help them with their personal growth of figuring out um, how to be a healthy three? Because it sounds like they are they are going to work. And so right. to me it's like, well, are you going to have like one of our things is finding a balanced rhythm or healthy rhythm. Yeah. Is that a key part for a three or is it something different than that? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, any three has the tendency to turning into a a workaholic. Mm -hmm. Like they're defined by the success of, of whatever they do. So they'll put in more hours. So there is an aspect of, um, for me to stay a healthy three, you need accountability. Mm. You need someone in your life that can speak into your health and unhealth where and that means that a three, a healthy three has to be vulnerable. Hmm. They got to be willing to say, hey, let me put the mask down for a moment because I know what you think or what I, what I think you want to know of me. I'll just tell you what you want to know instead of really telling you who I am mm-hmm. and what I'm about. And that's mm-hmm. the deception piece. So they need a, a confidant or a, someone that they can hold them, hold them accountable to, hey, 
Let's be honest. Let's be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, like, embrace failure. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail. There are going to be points in your life where you do not get to the goal that you set out. And be okay with that. Yeah. Failure doesn't define you, the person. It just defines that particular project. And move on from there. So those are a couple things. I mean, Mike, you might I have think, a couple of others. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and this kind of goes as you're walking your faith out, is to value people over the work. Um, specifically in the ministry context. Now, when I when I reference ministry, I, I don't reference just in the context of the church building, um, you know, to get crazy with it. I think everybody's in ministry or has the ability to be in ministry, whatever you're doing. But putting the work before people um, or leaving people behind simply because they can't keep up yeah. um, is 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 going to fracture a lot of relationships and really make you ineffective as a person trying to lead people to a Savior who is who we're really banking on, like the success and the victory that Jesus has won for us versus what success we can bring ourselves. So for a three, you know, a tip would be just to not value the work and lose sight of the people, Mm. you know, to not value the work so much that you just forget everybody else or to value the achievement or the success so much that you just dust everybody who's supposed to be going with you. Not this is in context of a marriage. I mean, in a relationship, you, I mean, it's it's really hard to, to uh, grow in your relationship if you're so concerned with just winning all the time, you know, or, you know, having uh, success just outwardly and not, you know, making someone feel valued as a person um, and connecting with them. So I, I think that's my biggest thing. And the, the interaction I've had with threes, it's they want to achieve, they have a plan to achieve, but uh, sometimes they can make specifically other types who are with them who aren't necessarily gifted with that achievement type mm. uh, chromosome, they can make them feel like, dude, why did we even show up? You're going to do it all. Mm. You know, like you have a plan, do it yourself, you know? And then depending on the unhealth, it could, it could be like, well, yeah, we wouldn't, you can't pay us to be on your team because <laughs> you know, it's not even worth it, you know? So okay. there. I would say just don't forget the people. Don't forget the relationships. I think that's a good point, Michael, because threes can be so caught up in the success of whatever project that they'll do it at the expense of Mm -hmm. people. Mm. Listen, I'll I'll throw you under the bus Mm -hmm. in a heartbeat if it means that I succeed. And so that's a very true thing of being aware that people matter. Mm-hmm. That success isn't just in the project if you lost all the people. Right. Your failure then in the project was you lost all the people, right. but you succeeded there. So mm-hmm. that's a really yeah. good point as well. Hmm. Awesome. Well, that was type three, the achiever. Uh, next week we'll be heading to type four. Uh, what is type four? The ind- individualist? Oh, yes. Type fours. Okay. This will be interesting. So, <laughs> oh, it's going to uh, be very interesting. <laughs> Join us next week on Thursday. These drop every Thursday. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Give us a five-star review, off topic, and we'll see you next week.